0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum ten dollars per order. Additional terms apply.
2: You know, uh, Carver Hyde did say to me earlier that he thinks it sucks. Murph didn't send us up some food from his restaurant tonight via air mail. Could have used it. You know, don't they do like uh, Grubhub? What about Grub Airhub? Do they have like a you fly it in real quick?
0: There are a lot of restaurants now nationwide that will that ship ship frozen, frozen stuff. In Buffalo there's a couple places that Bermani Brothers wings does it. around Permaney Brothers in Maryland like the crab cake the, the uh the blue crab places ship those all over Did the place. you remember uh, the other
2: night at the uh <laughs> what was it called decadence? Yes. Then I I was struggling with the uh crab claws.
0: You were struggling big time. That's why when I saw you struggling with those, I wasn't even going to waste my time over there. Right. I like, just I, could, I couldn't like, even I eat them. I don't mind that. They had a little Alaskan king crab there. They right. had a little and I was, I like that. And I was going to get involved. But I got the
2: claws. And yeah, I couldn't do it. When I smashed the things, when I broke them with the tool, the, all the. You just had. I had glass everywhere, the shells. And I couldn't is, eat it.
0: I'm glad you tested it out because that kept me from getting involved. But I did eat like 40 pieces of shrimp. You got involved with the shrimp.
2: Did you think that my buddy's uh, food was Femi?
0: <laughs> I mean, look, he. he He's in, he, he could do whatever, he, that works for him, and it's, you know. He's, he's in, in great, great shape, shape, man. So,
2: he's a machine.
0: I, I will admit, I probably ate a little bit less than I would have at the table after listening to him.
2: I'm a little surprised, Carver High, because I took you into the Admirals Club, and it was free booze in there.
0: Well, you got to remember something. <laughs> I didn't know that when we were in there. You told me after we left.
2: Right, but I, I when I said to you, I, I brought you your beer back. I said, no. they're free.
0: You didn't, tell, you didn't tell me that while we were in there.
2: Cause I saw you on Thursday night drink twelve beers in like an hour.
0: Yeah, Thursday night I let it go.
2: That was a strong effort by you, cause you were cracking them and just cranking them.
0: Yeah, Thursday night was was heavy.
2: You were you were like in my Thursday level Thursday night professional level.
0: Thursday night and Saturday afternoon. I was oh going good God, Saturday afternoon. Saturday, Saturday afternoon. you had
2: it going. You drank me under the table. I had two seltzers. And I went back to bed, and you I had was about drinking, I was drinking beers. so much
0: Saturday afternoons during that Notre Dame game that you had to go take a nap. You couldn't, you couldn't, couldn't take keep it anymore. Up with it. You I couldn't just, keep up with
2: it. I did, like, because I'm so used to taking a nap, because right. every day of my life I take a nap, because I work at these bizarre hours.
0: I didn't want to take a nap Saturday afternoon because I wanted to sleep on the plane home that night.
2: So when you get older, here's a little uh, tip for you. When you get older in life like remember how i tell you you can watch a yankee game and like i can watch two innings and i'm out like i'm on heroin literally i'll pass out every time i cannot keep my eyes open when i'm watching like baseball whatever right so it when you get older like for me and everyone that's old listening right now knows i'm telling the truth when you get older you fall asleep and the wind blows i mean honestly like i could be driving with mafia and i'll say i'm really tired and he's like pull over because he knows, like, when I hit a wall, it's over. It's just over. Mavi, do you remember when I used to drink and I'd tell you? What would I tell you when I got drunk? I'd say, I hit a wall. I got to go to bed.
1: I don't mean to kick you out, but I got to go to bed.
2: I got to go to bed. Because I'd hit a wall. I'd hit, like, a, like the point where you start spinning. I'd be like, I'm drunk. I got to go to bed. And, but you never saw me sloppy because I'd always go to bed. I'd be like, I got to go to bed. My wife would go, is he drunk? I He's got to go to bed. <laughs> Cause I would end up going to bed, take a nap every day. It's good for you. I think it's uh, I think it keeps you healthy.
1: I think- yeah, my problem is, that I'm like my mother, where like if I'm in any certain position, like I could fall asleep. If I'm on like the recliner, I could pass out. If I'm in a bed, even if I don't go to bed, you know, because I'm tired. Like my fiance all the time, like Saturday, Sunday nights would be like it's like ten o'clock on Sunday. She's like, I'm tired. I'm gonna go to bed. I'm like, I'm wide awake. I don't want to go to bed. Like sometimes I right. will do the right thing. they will be like. All right, I'll come up with you. Like I'll just watch TV and on my phone or do something you like do that. that. No, I pass out. I usually fall Every asleep. Every time you fall asleep, her. if I go into the bed and I lie down, and I get under the covers, put Listen, my head on the pillow. I'm I gone. don't do that.
2: Like I'll tell her, just go to bed, because I'm rocking down There's here. There's been
1: other times I have. Like if it's a good Sunday night football games, I've stayed up for. There's been there was like one or two that was a terrible yeah. game. I'm like All right, I'm gonna. There's get been ready.
2: one or two good Sunday night games over the last 15 years. I mean, there's like none, right? Well, I've
1: only and known it for like a year and I how. think Thursday
2: night football has been a disaster and yes. Monday night football. I think for the last, like literally decade, it's been a disaster. First, we went through like eight years of complaining about the, the announcers. Remember? It was like you'd complain about everybody. And now they're still doing it, right? They still complain. Did you see this guy Booger? He got assassinated by people after he called that first couple games. Remember, people were just abusing him. True. And then – but it's just not a job you can win. You cannot win. You can never be, uh, in my view, Howard Cosell, Dandy, Don, and uh, that's it. That's all there is to it. Right? Honestly,
1: when you're a national guy, you're never going to win in that job. Like, if you're a local guy, people will connect with you. You know, you kind of root for the right. team as you do it, like right. the fans will – when you're the national guy, and you're not rooting for their team. Everyone feels like you're automatically rooting what against. What team
2: her. doesn't have an announcer that completely is on his knees for the team?
1: Oh, well, locally, they all do. They all do it. I mean, when I listen to you know the college football games sometimes, if I'm driving and I listen on a Saturday, oh my, God. And get this local broadcast. You know, you hear words like "we," "our," uh, uh, "I." Like it's like day. the guys are on the New jerseys on the sidelines calling the game or something. It's like you're not part of the team, idiot. So what's you're the, up deal? In the box, what, fat ass? What's the deal
2: with um? Siano is he getting that job at Rutgers? Is he going to get it? No?
0: I mean, they haven't really. That's probably something that's not going to happen until the end of the year. Are you but serious? No, they're not going to bring somebody in in the middle of the season. Well, they they're fired him the, three games in. Yeah, but they're just going to let the interim, whoever that guy was that took over, finish the year Oh, out. really? But he's going to be one of the names that they look at. And I, I told you the other day, if I was them, I would just go bring him back. Why not you've, do it right now? You've never been... The only time you were even slightly relevant in your entire history of college football right. was when that guy was the coach. And that guy can't get a job anywhere else after what happened in Tennessee and all that stuff. So the only place but that's going to take him what back what did he here. have
2: to do with that? Well, we went he through got this. shafted. He got
0: completely shafted. Completely but shafted. But what does that have to do with him getting another job? Everybody's going to do it now. But Rutgers is a place that they know him there. It is home for him. That is such a good fit for him to get back into head coaching and for them to try to get back to any sort of relevance that they didn't, have not
2: had. Uh, what's well, his name, him, didn't what's-his-name Petrino have to do that, like go back? He didn't do anything wrong, Shiano. He didn't, like, go dating a chick on a motorcycle. I'm talking about he just got shafted. But I, he's a good coach, right? He's got a
1: football on his own accord. He wasn't getting you – know, he, he got screwed in the Tennessee job, but he went back to Ohio State, was, had those years there. He got hired as the DC up in New England and quit like a month in. He was supposed to be New England's defensive coordinator this year. Why did he quit? Personal reasons. He wanted to spend more time with his uh, on his faith and family.
2: Ah, oh, please. Here we go again with.
1: Or, A.K.A. Okay, I don't want to get yelled up by Bill Belichick. Ah,
2: uh, please. Is there anything worse than the proverbial? I want to spend more time. <laughs>
1: With my so it's like dude. all that time that uh, Urban Meyer is spending with his family as he does college <laughs> yeah. football games every week. Yeah,
2: I want to spend more time with my family so I can get a divorce. The more time you spend with them, the more problems you'll have. Honestly, oh, God, <laughs> I want to spend more time. <laughs> That's the funniest thing I've ever heard. My buddies all say, I, honestly, because my friends are all demented, but they're all like, <laughs> I got to get out of here. <laughs> Pick me up late night. I'll go out the back door. Get me out. Let's go to the strip club. Get me out of here. <laughs> I don't want to spend any more time here than I have to. I'm just telling you, my friends are creeps. They don't have any kind of like family. Like we have to get some quality family time in here. Can you imagine? Families interfere with my sports viewing. As long as they're along for the ride with the sports viewing, I'm good with them. You know what I mean? I can't have them interfering during, you know, Penguin games, Steeler games, Red Zone Channel. Can't have interference. It's not good for, I believe, your blood pressure and um, your, you know, blood sugar, as I have a pre-diabetic problem with that. I need everyone to stay out of my way when I'm gambling heavily on sports. Bueller will start game one over uh, Clayton Kershaw. And we talked about it earlier. He has... Uh, been incredible. Uh, 14 of 4, 3-2-6 ERA and 182 in a third innings, striking out 215 batters and walking only 37. Uh, they're saying he was shaky at times, but dominant often. He had uh, two complete games with 15 or more strikeouts. Bueller, 292 ERA and two starts against the Nationals uh, this year. He'll face Patrick Corbin. Uh, Justin Turner and Joe Kelly set for the uh, NLDS. The Dodgers continue to get healthier. Turner and Joe Kelly, the reliever. Remember he was on the Red Sox? Uh, Two of their uh, biggest injury concerns. Each went through workouts uh, this week, and they're ready, apparently. Turner has had a uh, back injury, and Kelly... uh, he had an overall body situation. I don't even know. was that like a body experience? <laughs> what is that? Rich Hill recovered from elbow and knee injuries just in time to vie for a spot on the playoff roster. will be the Dodgers' fourth starter. He combined to throw uh, five innings and two starts last week. Uh, Verdugo's the only player missing the rookie outfielder. Aggravated a back injury. There you go. That's happening. Uh, Kenley's the closer, Robert says. Uh, we don't see that as an option. Kelly, Maeda, Baez, and Kolarik will make up the group that will form the bridge to Jansen. Kershaw, Ryu, Bueller, in no order, will have to set the tone. And then you got Bellinger, Seager, Muncy, Turner. Uh, What they do with the bats is incredible. They are a good team. There's no denying it, right? Hinch sets his uh, first part of his rotation for the ALDS. Game one, Verlander. Game two, Cole. Game three, Grinky, Remember Grinky's last start? He almost had a a no-hitter, broken up with what, uh, an out in the ninth?
0: Two outs? Yes, I believe something. One out, I
2: believe. One out, I think. But he looked fantastic. Uh, He's a strange bird, that guy, right? I mean, he's a moody one, but he can pitch. There's no doubt. You think he's happy in Houston because he seems like a miserable dude?
0: I mean, he's been there for a couple weeks. Who knows? Doesn't he seem to have, like, uh, issues? Well, he has some anxiety issues, yeah.
2: I have no he's problem. Open with that. I, I have no problem with that. I'm just saying that
0: goes back to his days in Kansas City.
2: But is he okay? Like he, it doesn't like phase him. He just He's it, just
0: a different cat, man. He just, you know, he's he just, not everybody's gonna, you know, run around rah rah or do right. every post game interview. Right. You know, there's guys that keep to themselves. It's
2: just—he's one of them.
0: Yeah, that's his that's his prerogative. Oh, there's a goal for the
2: Vancouver Canucks. A go ahead goal late in the third Was that a Myers goal? Myers getting a blast in from the point. What at what time of the third? I know this game's great. Uh it's ten twenty three of the third. And the Canucks take the lead. And now the Sharks are within a goal as they score on Flurry with a... We got action tonight. Carver High, Sorensen with a tally. Isn't it great having hockey back? It sure is better in a baseball game.
0: It was a lot better than tonight's baseball game, that's for sure.
2: Astros owner, I'm going to take your calls. Hold on. Astros owner Jim Crane says the luxury tax factor in trying to re-sign Garrett Cole. That just sounds like they're going to let him roll. I mean, that guy, you know, can you imagine if the Braves got that guy? Seriously. They would be over the top. That's a guy you get to go over the top. Don't you agree with that? Seriously. Uh, I mean, I mean it. Brian and uh, Boise. Hey, Scotty, can you, could, 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 would imagine if we still had Garrett Cole on the Pirates? Please. I mean, the Pirates, <laughs> they, they couldn't keep toilet paper stocked. Honestly. <laughs> so, so, I'm a major fan uh Flyers fans I want to hear you and Carver's High can do we have a chance to make the playoffs this year we haven't made them That's for a, a while. high stick uh Carver High that's is that that's not a goal that was over his head watch this watch where he tipped it in over his head look boom look at his stick
0: that's coming back
2: that's coming back so what did you ask me Brian about the Flyers oh uh, uh you know I know they have uh, – they got the Rangers old coach, right? Vigneault is the Vi- coach. Le- Alain Vigneault. So I, I think they'll do better. Uh, they they have really been awful, I think, for a long time. And I think – I'm just going to say this. I think it's about to end. I think they're going to turn a corner and get a little better. But I don't know about the playoffs. I really don't. I, it'd be good to see them back in the playoffs, I guess, for the They made a push the NHL. in the
0: second half last year, and they came up just short. Right. One thing that Vigneault does, and I remember talking about this when they hired him, Vigneault might not ever, you know, get to the Cup or win the Cup, but he always improves whatever team he goes to. Right. Whether he, when he went to Vancouver, when he went to the Rangers, when he he always gets the just a good coach. He's, yes, he's a solid coach. Now, did they add that many pieces? They gave Kevin Hayes a lot of money. I think they got Niskanen from the Caps. You know, they they added a couple things. That is a just like in pretty much every division in hockey. could say this, except maybe the Atlantic. But that is a tough division with a lot of teams that could be in that right. in that middle area. It's gonna be very competitive. Yeah, and I think
2: um, so. Uh, I think Hayes is one of the most overpaid guys. Well, he I, got
0: a, he got a lot of money. He got a lot of money. money. I
2: don't think he's worth it. I think he's average. Do, don't you? Like, what did he do I with know, the Rangers I know besides who's gonna, average? I'm gonna
0: let gonna you know who's gonna let him know if he doesn't live up to it. The Flyer fans. Oh, believe so me. So they'll let him know fast. They'll blow him in their home opener. If, if he takes, you know. I
2: mean they are ruthless there. That's all there is to it. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. Don't forget, another huge week of winners. I've been raking on Pharrell on the Bench com, all the best college football and pro picks. I'm not kidding. Seventy one percent in NFL spreads last week and the first four weeks, seventy nine percent, seventy seven percent, sixty two percent, seventy one percent. It really is incredible and it's all documented. How about college football? Two straight weeks of sixty-four percent. I hit my top five plays. Seven of my top eight. Eight of my top ten. Pharrell on the Sign up today. You're not gonna regret it. You will not be disappointed. You're gonna love it. I rake. Everybody's doing it. They just won't admit it. Hide the money from your wife. You're listening to Pharrell on the bench. All right, back on the bench. Uh, don't forget. I, I just wanted to express a couple things that uh, you can actually listen to the show now without uh, preemptions. There's a lot of uh, we're on a ton of stations uh affiliates whatever you want to call them and uh they're great all of them are fantastic we love all of you believe me i love being on everywhere fans are great everywhere no no preference here or there all the same we treat everybody kick ass and uh, you guys reciprocate it's all cool but the bottom line is uh is that you know we get preempted a lot with sports and, you know, Monday night, Thursday night, you know, hockey, baseball, basketball, you know, it just never ends. The the NFL Monday, Thursday. I mean, we get, you know, just uh, preempted left and right. It drives you nuts. So here's the answer and solution to that problem. I get people all the time, every day, Pharrell, how do I catch your show? It's embarrassing because it's so easy. Just go do it tomorrow, today, tonight, right now. Just do it. Download radio.com favorite CBS Sports Radio, and every time you open up that free app, you're going to see CBS Sports Radio, and all you have to do is click the button and hear us. I mean, it's awesome. No preemptions ever. All five nights, all four hours, it's all on there every night. Also, the CBS Sports app. Download that for free. Scroll down on the options all the way at the bottom, you'll see the radio headphones, and every night at 10 Eastern, you'll see Pharrell on a bench. Oilers just took the lead, McDavid, with a beautiful goal. So, uh, you know, uh, we're also on SiriusXM app. You know, a lot of the times that 206, they use it for uh, bandwidth for play-by-play because they carry home and away of every game in sports. So that channel at night, I'm never on. So, but the app, the SiriusXM app, I'm on that every night, five nights a week, four hours. So, uh, same thing with Ask Alexa. You can go in your kitchen wherever you have Alexa. And just say, play CBS Sports Radio, and boom, the show comes on. Every night at 10, East, 7 West. It's perfect. You don't have to play these games with preemption. Stop worrying about all that nonsense and go to the wave of the future. These apps are kick-ass. Carver I would you back that up? Do you, do you support that theory that the apps are more kick-ass
0: now? I do support that theory. I use the Radio.com app myself a lot, whether it be to go back and listen to our show. Right. Because it's, uh, you know, just going back and it's easy because there's no commercials when I listen to the podcast from the night before. And our podcast
2: is one of the most popular and it highly is. rated one on all of the all highest of- on there. Highest, that's great. And it's
0: easy to use and there's, you know, stations for- on that radio.com, you got all of our stations coast right. to coast. I check in with some of the Buffalo stations right. on there to hear some Bills talk. Right. So,
2: Tim Graham talk.
0: Yes, there's a plenty of good stuff on there.
2: We love Graham. And so, uh, and then, so you're telling me that literally now uh, everyone's doing it, and um, I think it's pretty cool. You have to use it and try it, and then you don't have to play all these games. And our podcast is like two hours and ten minutes, no commercials. How kick-ass is that?
0: In that area, two between two, two and a half
2: you cannot lose. So check out our podcast available anywhere podcasts available. Just put in Pharrell on the bench. And then um, there you go. No preemptions on all those apps. You can listen to the show every night. Tell your friends. I get more emails on that than anything in life. I swear to God. It never ends. The amount of uh, emails I get. By the way, I, I just will say this. I can't really talk about it right now. But I have something coming up on the uh, show, like in, I think it's November. Mafia, they're telling me they're going to do this this run, these people that I've been dealing with on the, you remember, the game. So uh, this is like uh, this really cool thing that you're going to have a chance to uh, be involved with on this show in November and December. It's going to, and through January, it's going to blow your mind. It is going to blow your mind. Mafia, is that not the, like, coolest thing ever? That, like, like, for fan interaction and involvement and, you know, Getting people involved on the show, like by you know, millions of people are going to dig this. Is that not true?
1: Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, it gives you a reason to uh, really get into some of these. We talked about how bad sometimes a Thursday and Monday night, you know, national TV games are. This gives you a reason to get involved.
2: <laughs> Believe me, this is going to be the. Oh, that was a replay. I I'm watching goals flying in left and right in this game in uh, Edmonton. But the McDavid goal was a beauty, and it gave them the lead. They the uh, Myers goal made it two one. Then they blew it a minute later and gave up a goal, tied it. And that was 2-2, two, two. and then you get the uh, go-ahead goal, which will be the game-winner from McDavid. I'll be surprised if they uh, lose the game now. You know what I mean? They tied it up so quickly. Dry side cross-ice feed for a snapper. And uh, then McDavid, the goal by McDavid is just sickening. Look at this guy's speed right down the gut, and he just facials everyone. Like, he's so fast. He just skated, he split the defenders and just roasted the goalie. Connor McDavid, he loves playing hockey, except when he plays up there, it catches up with him, doesn't it? Like, they just start losing, and he just bums out. After a while, he's just like, I hate it here. I think he's hated it there. He'll never admit it, but he's been miserable there because all they do is lose, right? I mean, they have literally lost. He's been there, but how many years has he been there now just losing?
0: Four
2: or five. It's got to be frustrating for him, a disaster. It really does. So I, I couldn't believe. Do you remember the other night when a guy was saying that – uh he he didn't have it right either, right? He just said that they were gonna cut Gostowski, that he was that he sucked, they were gonna cut him and that they gotta get rid of him and and all this other nonsense well, that's and that's what we, a
0: lot of their fans up there wanted. They thought he was done.
2: They thought he was done but, but and they were ready to get rid of him, but he was injured.
0: But they're about to learn a very hard lesson in the NFL, okay? Because they're one of these franchises. They've been very lucky. Right. Okay? It's like They've gone, and I know it's a kicker. Everybody says, eh, kickers. Kickers can be very important, especially when you have really good ones. Absolutely And huge. they went from Veneteri to Gostowski. They haven't had to go out like all Ever. these other teams. You watch these other teams around the league. They've been, five of them. they've been banging their head in the wall trying to find a kicker for years. So now guess what? Their great kicker is now hurt. The Patriots in the kicking department now have to live like the rest of the league has lived. For a long time, with bringing packs. guys in and out, you know, you're gonna have guys that miss, or it'll be like it always is with the Patriots. Whoever they sign off the street, who was an absolute bum somewhere else, is gonna end up kicking in the Pro Bowl in Orlando in January. Yeah, I don't believe the, that uh, because that's how it always happens. Here's with what's them. gonna
2: happen: uh, they that that this will come back to haunt them. Let's hope so. Be, just like Yelich is gonna come back to haunt them because you cannot, in my view afford to lose a great kicker, and I'm telling you why. Because in a playoff game, how many playoff games and literally wild cards, divisional, title games, or Super Bowls are decided by field goals? I mean, there's tons of them. Tons of them. So if you don't kick well, extra points and field goals in the NFL now, you're dead. I mean, you are dead. And it is happening more and more. The uh, atrocities of extra points and field goals now are unbelievable. And how many times have you seen the guy frozen, makes the first one frozen? They they wave it off, time out, come back, kick it again, and miss. How many times have you seen it? I mean, like every time. It it works every time almost. 60% of the time it works every time. Now I'm going to just do the drops myself on the show since we don't have a drop machine anymore. That thing broke like six months ago, and the show sucked ever since. It's been awesome. So I just do all the – I just remember the funny drops and do them, and it's not funny anymore, which is awesome even in itself. By the way, Gostowski, fourth in career field goal percentage, 87%, and connected on 98% of his extra points. But everybody wanted to bury him and throw him out with the garbage. That's what they wanted to do to uh, Gostowski, all those Pats fans. And then they'll all play like they never said it after they all said it. Remember they were calling the show the other night telling me how bad he sucks, get rid of him, he's a bum. Meanwhile, the guy's hip was broken. You knew something was wrong with him because he was shanking, right?
0: Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it.
2: You're listening to Pharrell on the Bench. Don't forget to sign up for PharrellOnTheBench.com. It's F-E-R-R-A-L-L-F-E-R-R-A-L-L. PharrellOnTheBench.com. All the best college and pro picks. Back-to-back 64% weeks in college football, including hitting my top five plays, seven of my top eight, eight of my top ten last Saturday. And then NFL Sunday and Monday, 71% spreads. I've had a 79% week, 77%, 62%, and 71%. How do you like them apples? Pharrellonthebench.com. The site's kick-ass. You're going to love it. It's getting even better in a couple of weeks. New and improved. You're going to be blown away. Sign up. Hide the money from your wife. Stefan Diggs' absence from practice listed as uh, not an injury-related uh, situation, leading to speculation about a potential trade. Are they going to trade Stefan Diggs? Where's he going, to the Patriots? Jesus. Who don't they get? Can you imagine that they would get rid of Stephon Diggs, Mafia, the guy? Do you remember he made that catch uh, to win that miracle game to beat, uh, you know, what, the Saints or whatever it was? Who was it that they beat?
1: That was the Saints. Yeah. They beat, that was the first year they lost on that play, and then the next year was last year when they right. lost to the Rams on the other one that should have been pass interference. Right. I mean, it would it baffles me that they would trade him. I don't know what's going on behind the scenes that we're not hearing about. I'll find out later. But, I mean, that guy's an awesome receiver. Him and Thielen are a great combination. I mean, I don't get why they would give up on him and get rid of him.
2: So, I don't even understand it. Uh, you know, the situation is Thielen's been un- unhappy he pointed out uh, that Cousins, you got to be able to throw the ball, uh, which was an indictment on Cousins. And then um, then Cousins apologized to Thalen, and then uh, blah, blah, blah. But what's the deal with uh, Diggs? He got seven of the passes thrown his way for 108 yards. His output in week four was more than his combined receiving yards from week one through week three. He had a big deal uh, with the Vikings before last season. He's expected to be the focal point of the offense, and he's been frustrated this year with the uh, Vikings' struggles. And then Diggs made it clear he tweeted out uh, a no-mouth emoji uh, this week. Uh, you know, I guess he doesn't want to talk about it or whatever. I don't know.
0: There's been a lot of circulation that the Bills are one of the teams that could be in the mix for Diggs.
2: He hasn't, Diggs hasn't spoken to the media in two weeks as he struggles out of the gate. And he's doing, uh, been doing these cryptic messages and captions. Control what you can control. I'm in control of my destiny. Never in doubt. Here we go again with another one of these guys telling us about his destiny or his, this, they're telling us about their life on, on social media, like this Brown character. I, I just don't get all that. Oh, and then he, uh, followed Shaq Lawson, Zay Jones, Jordan Porter on Instagram. What does that mean?
0: All guys on the Bills.
2: Oh, so that's where he's going? I sure hope so. Diggs Condor is hardly a problem at this stage, given his age and productivity. He'd be uh, the number one in Buffalo and fit with Beasley and Brown. Are they going to actually make it happen?
0: I mean, today's the first that I heard of all this. So I, they certainly could use a true one, like a true guy.
2: Right. You know, I think Beasley and, and Brown have been phenomenal. They have
0: been phenomenal, but I think that Brown is a good two, and I think that Beasley's a good like safety blanket, possession receiver, Right. They need that one to go with those. So two McDermott
2: guys. said that uh, Josh Allen remains in concussion protocol. Does that mean uh, he ain't
0: out by tomorrow? He ain't playing Sunday. That's, so what, that's what that all means. Is that what it is? I mean, pretty much. If he doesn't practice all week, you think they're going to play him on well, Sunday? I don't. I don't but
2: why would you play him if he had his bell rung like that? And, and Give the him other, a week and off. There's another
0: thing that factors into this. They're on the bye next week, so that's perfect. So if they if he doesn't play this week, that'll be what two or three full weeks where he won't play. Then it'll be, be fine. Game. I got a feeling that they're gonna play Barkley on Sunday. And what do you think is
2: gonna happen if they bring him back? Is he gonna run the ball still? Because yeah, he's look, got he's I mean, had a he, concussion he plays already. Plays the year. way
0: that he plays. I don't know. You know, this is all things that he has to learn. You know, one th- Brady said it perfectly. You know, you get your bell rung once or twice when you're young, and then you you learn that you can't take risks like that anymore. And because running is danger especially when you're a quarterback and your job is to stand there and lead the team down the field. You can't do that when you're on the sideline. So what do you
2: think of uh, John Gruden has said that uh, he's very disappointed about the Vontaze Perfect uh, suspension. <laughs> and uh, I, I heard all this stuff from Carr that, um, you know, it's it's tearing up uh, Perfect. It's so funny to me. We're supposed to feel sorry for this assassin? This guy's the dirtiest player in the last 15 years in the NFL. Is he not? Bar none. Fact. How can you defend this guy and say he's this wonderful person and that he's devastated by what's happened and he feels heartbroken and all this other nonsense BS? This guy's the dirtiest player, bar none, in the NFL. He's had multiple infractions of just absolute serious consequence. He has damaged all kinds of guys. He's hurt all kinds of guys. He is absolutely a felon, ruthless football player, and I'm not surprised at all they booted him for the year. Do you think that the appeal will let him get back on the field, that he'll get, like, half the time, that they'll suspend him for maybe 10 weeks or not the whole season because he's uh, the NFLPA and the uh, NFL, they need a fight right now and problems like they need a hole in the head. Goal by Vegas. They're up 4-1 now.
0: You know... I get it. He's really being suspended for past. being a multiple offender. Um, I don't think that. Look, I know this is all these hits are bad. I don't think that that what he did on Sunday is as is as bad as some of the ones he's done in the past. But that's what happens when you stack them up, and you've done a bunch of them. He's like this
2: guy Wilson on the Capitals. Well, they right. all now, hate him.
0: Wilson can do something like last year. I remember he got suspended for something that probably shouldn't have been as long as it was, but because he was a Multiple, multiple, multiple offender. You get more games for stuff like that when you're a repeat offender. You just don't
2: learn your lesson.
0: And you know, I I actually think that if in the appeal they might knock it down, and he won't be the whole year.
2: Uh, Raiders DN, the rookie Cleveland uh, Farrell suffered a concussion in the Week Four win over the Colts. So that's going to be a problem there in London, no less. Would he fly to London with a concussion? Do they let people do that? Fly with concussions? That that's that can be a problem, right? Yes. And then here's the story about uh, Dan Quinn's defense floundering in Atlanta. What a mess they've become, right? Uh, And they were supposed to have this great defense. Uh, You know, Deion Jones, Ricardo Allen, uh, Grady Jarrett, they were talking about this team was going to be stacked this year. Are you surprised at all? They've allowed 71 uh, points in the first half of the season, including uh, 44 in their last two games. After getting uh, torn apart by Dalvin Cook, they uh showed improvement stopping uh, the run, but they have been terrible. Can you even believe how bad that the Falcons have been on both sides of the ball, honestly, like in in all their games, can you believe how bad they are?
0: They're getting really close like another loss or two here that they're going to be one of those years where they just, you know how you know there's a team that sometimes you got some hopes for him. You think that they could maybe be a playoff team, maybe be a 500 team, and things just don't go right the first five or six weeks, and it just ends up spiraling into, like, a 3-13 and season. I got a feeling that as much talent as that team has, this season has, like, that kind of feel if they don't get a couple wins here in the next few weeks.
2: So do you think that the players have started to uh, give up on him and not listen to him and phase him out?
0: It's possible. I, I think he gets whacked after this year.
2: Yeah, it's not going well in Atlanta, that's for sure. Uh, seriously. So uh, what about this uh, Godwin and uh, your boy that we saw, Mike Evans, in the elevator at the uh, Intercontinental in uh, Lipstick City? The Bucks were staying in our hotel. Uh, the guy's been incredible. Evans had four catches, 89 yards, and a TD um, the pair, Godwin and, and Evans, 16 uh, catches, 261 yards, three TDs in the uh, Bucks' win over the Rams and their star-studded team and defense. Between them, they have 44 catches, 754 yards, eight touchdowns on the season. They're on pace for a combined 176 catches, over 3,000 yards, 17 yards per reception, and 32 touchdowns on the year. If you combine their work. Uh, Godwin is on pace for um, 104 uh, catches. Evans is on pace for 72. Uh, you're looking at uh, – I mean, these guys are looking at 16 touchdowns apiece.
0: You know, it's uh, funny. You brought up the elevator right? At, uh, Lipstick City when when me and you were at right. the Intercontinental. And, um, y- you know, it's funny because we got out of that elevator, we were like, geez, look at Mike. He looks thrilled to be – out in LA this weekend we're like, because he was in the, look, to death. He, he looked bored to death. And we were, we walked away and we were like, I think Mike's ready to go here tomorrow against the Rams. And sure enough, he, he, lit, it up. he lit it up.
2: Evans, a two-time Pro Bowler, uh, five straight thousand yard season. Uh, this guy just gets it done. He out jumps uh, defenders and corners and he, he catches all kinds of passes and uh, Winston loves throwing to him. Godwin left Penn State. Uh, third-round pick in 2017, and they're saying he just didn't matter uh, with Dirk Cutter, but now all of a sudden they've turned him into something because he was going along the likes of Evans and Deshaun Jackson and O.J. Howard and, and these guys, so they never threw to him. Now all of a sudden he's uh, r- you know running these great routes and he's got good hands, and now we see how good they are together and they're talking about who's better or who's even on their level. It's Stephon Diggs and Adam Thalen. How funny is that, considering their quarterback can't get them the ball? And then uh, Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley. I won't deny that they're, uh, they're good. I just don't understand why they don't win if you're that good. How can you be that good? You never win. I mean, it's unbelievable. Is it not that Jones and Ridley have all this talent they don't win? How about Beckham and Landry? I think they are very exciting to watch play. You can't even argue it. And then uh, Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, Cowboys, uh, Tyreek Hill, and Travis Kelsey, Chiefs, you cannot deny when they're both on the field how dangerous they are. I think, uh, you know, Deshaun Watson throwing to uh, DeAndre Hopkins, doesn't matter who else they got out there. He's just an absolute freak of nature, but. I love talking about it. And then you got uh, Cooks, uh, Cup, and Woods uh, with the Rams. That trio is combined for uh, 77 catches, 991 yards, and four TDs this season. So who's your favorite receivers? I want to hear from you. 855 212 cbs If you're on hold, don't give up. I'm going to take your calls. Get back with us on the bench. This is CBS Sports Radio.